Uh, Bill, I think it's only in the last five games, I think you've uh, been penalized a total of 13 times. Um, you know, two, like two previous games before that, there were nine penalties in each game. And I'm just wondering if that's if a reflection of uh, players taking a coaching better and, and using improved techniques so they don't get in positions, you know, where they, they commit penalties. Um, well, hopefully that's what it is. Yeah, we we emphasize that all the time. We always try to work to eliminate penalties. Um, sometimes those things happen, but as you said, a lot of those penalties are caused by bad technique or just lack of concentration, sloppy football. We certainly are always trying to stamp those out. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. Next question is Mike Reese, followed by Mike Petraglia. Thanks, Stacey. Um, Bill, I know you mentioned yesterday you're still getting into the Eagles. Um, so just with, on a different topic here, uh, with Mike Rabel officially being named coach of the Titans yesterday, I was curious when he was sitting in those meeting rooms uh, from 01 to 08, how much you could have envisioned you know, him being in that, eventually being in that position someday. quite a bit. I, I think Mike's a very smart football player. He worked hard, trained hard, um, loved football. Uh, so I have a ton of respect for Mike and everything he's done and how hard he's worked and what he stands for. So, um, In all honesty, I wasn't thinking too much about that in those meetings. I was thinking about whatever it was we had to do to compete against the team we were playing against. And those are my thoughts at the time, but you know, Mike's a tremendous person, coach, um, he's a great player here, and he certainly has um, a ton of attributes that are, would be a great uh, addition to any organization, leadership, work, out, uh, work ethic, toughness, all those things. Great. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, next question is Mike Petraglia, followed by Bill Perry. Thanks, Stacey. Uh, Bill, I'm wondering if you could expand upon your point from yesterday about finishing strong in games. Um, it's one thing to be in good condition, which your players clearly are, but it's another to execute late. Curious if and how you might place any additional emphasis late in the season on stamina and tempo, especially on defense. Follow up, Bill, um, about uh, Trey Flowers in that regard. Uh, 
Is that uh, his high motor, something you've noticed from him from the moment he began playing with you guys, and, and how impressive is his conditioning, especially late in games? I, I think it's very good, and I think he saw that from Trey in college. Um, he, he plays hard, pursues the ball well, uh, played a lot of plays at Arkansas, wasn't wasn't substituted for a lot. I mean, he was in there um, and, and played a lot of important plays, kind of as you would expect him to be, uh, given the caliber of his uh, his play. So, yeah, he he was a, a guy I'd say that that's done this. Uh, it's kind of what it's it's been, and he's. Very competitive player, very productive player, and, and a versatile one. Can do a lot of different things for us, and, and has done that, and it's been very valuable. Thank you, Bill. You're welcome. Our next question is Bill Perry, followed by Doug Kine. Hey, Bill. Um, wanted to ask you quickly about um, that Amendola putt return from the other night. It looks like before he caught it, he kind of gave the, the fire call or whatever it is that, that you guys call it. Um, and I'm wondering if, if that is maybe in any way to, to try to the – is it to deke coverage players or is it to let his own guys know to, to kind of get out of the way? I, I'm wondering if there's um, any sort of game within the game there when he, when he makes that signal and then catches it anyway. Uh, well, sure. I think it's a, it's a heads up. Uh, this stuff is kind of moved by by uh, the returner, by Danny, to get the coverage to relax or pull off a little bit and give him an opportunity to create a little bit more space and make a play. And then, Bill, I also just on, um, I think it was early in the fourth quarter, um, you guys had another return set up, and it looked like the Jaguars aligned um, in an unusual kind of way there. Um, was there any thought on your part of, of taking a timeout when you saw that, or um, I guess what went into the decision not to? It looked like there was a lot of communication right before that snap, before they eventually kind of realigned. I think the only reason to take a timeout would be if you needed it. If there was a reason to take the timeout, there was some reason that you wanted to to stop play. Um, that, that's really not something that we were interested in doing at that point in time. So I didn't feel there was any need to take it, and that's why we didn't, didn't use it. Uh, next question will be Doug Kide, uh, followed by Mike Lee. Good morning, Bill. Uh, sorry if I've got some background noise here, driving through some rain. Um, but I wanted to ask about three kind of behind-the-scenes guys in your organization, uh, Dave Ziegler, Monty Austinford, and Richard Miller, and just uh, how much impact have they had on building your current team? Well, sure, there, there are a lot of people that, 
that go into that, the three names that you mentioned and uh, many of the other uh, pro personnel and college scouts that uh, work under or with those people and um, help to bring information to the table that uh, either gets used or followed up on or uh, is used in, in comparisons to try to analyze and, and evaluate um, players and talent. So the, the scouting department is a very, uh, they're a very hardworking group. They have to cover a lot of the, the volume that they handle is, um, it's, it's a mountain of information. Um, and not all of it's easy to get. Uh, you have all the, the current NFL players, which you can probably add several hundred to the list of players that are in the league because that are on active rosters because you have all the injured players and you have players that slide on and off rosters over the course of the season. Um, some of those practice squad players, some of those veterans who are um, on or off for uh, other competitive reasons as the needs arise with various teams. They have all the college players and another 100 and some that's just underclassmen that just declared that um, need to be evaluated. Some of those we anticipated, some of them we didn't. Um, so when you put it all together, uh, the, the information um, and evaluations is, as I said, it's an incredible volume. Um, plus, you have all the injury information, character, and personality, and other things like that that aren't really part of a football evaluation of a player on a football field. It's it's another component that's a part of it. So, but yeah, again, those guys do a great job of of um, pulling all that together. Work very hard at it, and uh, Nick and uh, Lonnie and Dave on the on the college and pro end respectively, they they do a great job and um as I said they raise a lot of they have a lot to handle. So the volume is, is enormous. Great, thank you. Yes, yeah, welcome. And looks like the last question will be Mike Reed. So uh, how much is today a traditional day for you and the staff in terms of Tuesday usually being a I think a big game plan day to get it ready, or does the extra time that you have, um, you know, sort of change the dynamic? Uh, well, I think in in this particular case, uh, sometimes a little different. Um, every year is not the same, but in this particular case, um, you know, today is very much of a of a major working day and I would say kind of a catch-up day for us because we just don't know very much about Philadelphia. Um, you know, other years when we uh, had played um, a team um, more recently like Seattle, who we had played um, two years before been in a regular season game, but there was there was some carryover from that or um, in the giant years where we had played those teams in the regular season, 
um, it was a little bit less of an acclimation to the to the the opponent this week because we had some background with them. In this case, we really um, don't know very much about Philadelphia. Um, they're obviously a, an outstanding team, and and we have a lot of work to do. We have a lot of ground that we need to cover, so uh, we're we're at it hard trying to catch up and. So that when we bring the players in, we'll be ready for them, and we can do a good job of presenting the information to them um, efficiently and, and accurately. Because, um, again, there's a lot of information to digest. There's 16 regular season games, and then there's playoff games, and, and then maybe some additional other things that get kind of tossed in there as well. Um, but the bottom line is it's, it's a lot to sort out and then pull together pretty concisely because, again, for all those games that we look at, uh, let's call it 18 games just to pick a number. Um, I mean, that's probably 2,500 plays in all three phases of the game, and so it's going to be 160. So uh, they can't do everything that that we've ever seen them do uh, any more than we could run everything that we have experience running. So we have to whittle down our side of it, and we know that they're going to have to only be able to run so many plays, and so the idea is we're not, I mean, we have to be prepared for a lot of things, but at the same time, we can't be overly distracted by things that either have a low percentage chance of coming up, or probably wouldn't be the type of thing they would do against us. We try to eliminate some of those and make sure we work on the things that we feel are most problematic, and or maybe most likely to occur. So it's uh, but today's a today's a tough day because normally at, at this point we would have a lot of information on our on the new team, and, and we have a lot of information. We have a lot of information. Our pro scouting department's done a good job of advanced scouting, but from a coaching standpoint, the coaches haven't really been focused on on this game. We were focused on Jacksonville and. So now we turn our attention here to, to Philadelphia, and there's, there's a lot of work to do. They're obviously a great team, and, and they're they're strong in every area, and that's why they're playing in this game. So um, our attention's on them, but it's it's uh, there's a lot of work to do. Okay, thank you. Sure, you're welcome.